This is Popular Front, a podcast focused on the niche details of modern warfare and underreported conflict with me, Jake Hanrahan. Today we're speaking to documentary filmmaker Lionel Dumas. He is born and raised in Corsica. He still lives there. And he's going to be talking to us about the return of the Corsican separatist militant group, the FLNC. It's a group you might not have heard about, but they were very active in the 90s, blowing up buildings. They executed a French mayor. And now they've kind of stepped in and said, yeah, we're still here due to current situations in Corsica. The FLNC wants independence for Corsica, taking themselves away from the rule of France. Support us at patreon.com slash popular front. For those that don't know, because, you know, generally this is more of an obscure kind of group um, outside of Europe. For those that don't know, just explain for us first, if you can, um, a kind of brief history of the FLNC and, you know, the reason that there's tension between Corsica and France. Okay, so first of all, if we, if we go back a little bit in back history, uh, so Corsica is an island. It's uh, in the Mediterranean. It used to belong to... Uh, not Italy, because at the, at the time it uh, was uh, the Republic of Genoa. Mm. Uh, you know, Italy was many different republics and, uh, and things. So we used to belong to people coming over and invade the island. So for for a bit, like I think it was 500 uh, years, we belonged to, well, a lot of, of time we belonged to, to Genoa. Um, we kicked them out at some point, so we, we took our independence. And Genoa wanted to have some help from the French to, to, to pacify the island and to, to get it back. So they kind of sold it to France, sold the island to France, like, okay, we have too much trouble with those guys. So uh, take take the island, do something about it, and maybe maybe we get it back, you know. So that's how we became French in 1769 basically we lost we lost the war against the mm-hmm. french uh, came here to pacify and we, we didn't want to pacify no uh, so that's how we are french for like 250 years something the thing is um in the 70s now in the, the 1970s we started to there was this Thing you know, there was this thing in the sixties in, in, in Algeria and in Nigeria and in many countries uh, where people were start, starting to to fight back against France colonial, colonialism. Mm-hmm. So there was this thing, and it, it happened here as well. Some people were like, "Hey, we cannot speak Corsican. We are not allowed to speak Corsican anymore. The economy is really bad. We have to go on the mainland to go to France to have good jobs." Something's wrong. And some people thought it was time to, 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 to start a struggle. And uh, the, the, the first big thing is actually an ecological uh, action because one of the, the starting points of the FNNC is actually in, in the 70s, there was this, uh, this big group, um, uh, an Italian group who was uh, rejecting pollution on the island. Like there was throwing the pollution in the sea and was coming to the to the, the shores of Corsica. From uh, France, you mean? No, it was from Italy, actually. Oh, okay, from Italy, Italy, sorry. A okay. major Italian company. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the Corsican, we were like, we asked the, the French authorities, like, come on, do something about it. Those guys are sending all the pollution to us. And and the, the French state didn't do anything. So at some point, people were like, okay, we'll we'll do something about it. And they went and blew the, the, the company. Uh, it was in Italy, though, but uh, it was off the first way to say, if the state doesn't want to to help us out, we will do it, you know? Mm. Uh, and then it was it happened with many things in, in, in France and bombings in, in of uh, houses in in uh, in Corsica, but that's, that's something different. So that was that's how it started, right? So that was with Italy, right? But then things obviously got a lot more heated with France. Yeah, well, well this thing this this thing with Italy was just with a, a big company. It's not like it's, it's, it's Italian or not. Just uh, the it was the Montedison. I don't know. Well, I think it's I'm just. Yeah, it was a company, but it was, uh, yeah, it, it was just a way, you know, like we, we understood at this point that we couldn't have any, uh, like friends didn't really care about this island. Right, right. Got you. Um, and then the FLNC basically became, I was reading, um, you know, I'm very interested in this group. They became one of, you know, the most well kind of organized militant groups in Europe. I think at one point, they were actually carrying out more attacks than even the provisional IRA, which, you know, obviously the provisional IRA were a very um, big, well-organized militant group. How did it get to such a level where, you know, the FLNC managed to kind of have this much, um, you know, operational um, means? Yeah, well, the thing, I think it's, it was, uh, at the time, it was easy to make bombs with, uh, we call them agricultural bombings, you know, like at, uh, things you do with... Um, how do you call it? Like, well, products you can have for agriculture. So, like fertilizer and stuff. Yeah, this kind of thing. So that was easy to do. To, to, I mean, bombs were probably easy to do. Uh, so, but the the thing, the, the, the main, the main thing, difference between the IRA and, and the FNC is that uh, FNC, well, almost never killed anyone. It was the point was to blow places. Uh, but always when they were empty and there was never this thing of uh, uh, we should kill people, you know, it was a big thing. And that was maybe, it was maybe very, uh, people started to grow and the, 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 I'll just say the, that was people liked it a bit more, uh, was appreciated by the people because uh, it wasn't too much. It wasn't really about kidding people. It was blowing houses mm. that I was uh, that shouldn't be there in the first time, you know. So that's how we become a bit, um, yeah, popular on the island. So what, what do you mean houses shouldn't be there? Do you mean like kind of French developers trying to move in there and stuff like that? Yeah, well, it was like big residencies or things by the seas or uh, you know, big complex or sometimes it was just. Um, buildings that were representative of the state, of the French state. Um, but yeah, it was all, always okay. Uh, we we didn't want basically uh, as we Costican have been part of this. Um, I'm too young anyway. But uh, we Costican didn't want Corsica to look like the Balearic Island, you know. Right, you don't want to be the next Ibiza. Exactly. So maybe just give us an idea of what the FLNC actually like believed in. What was their ideology? What were they? What were they kind of trying to achieve? Uh, well, at the, when it started, uh, like I think many groups, it was uh, very 
a, a social thing. Basically, the, the, the FNNC wanted to, uh, the recognition of the national right of the Corsican people, like saying, okay, uh, we are not just uh, a part of France. Uh, I mean, we're not a part of France at all, if you look at the map, you know. Um, so the main thing was recognize Corsica as an island and as a different nation. As a sovereign state, basically. Yeah. Like, you know, different language, different history. Uh, I mean, basically what happened in Corsica was, like in many other countries, there was colonialism, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so that was the, the main, uh, the, the, the main uh, demands. Like I said, it was complicated for people to have jobs here. They had to go on the mainland. And in the meantime, there were people from mainland uh, in the, who, who came here with the good jobs in the administration. Um, basically, was taking back control of the island, and you know. Yeah, of course. So, so you got the situation where basically, you know, Corsicans are treated as second-class citizens on their own land. You know, age-old story of colonialist rule. Um, in this case, it's France, and then the FLNC forms. Um, what was the reception like? Obviously, they started blowing up holiday homes, like you said. They kind of started blowing up, and I think French banks as well on the island. Um, how did the people, you know, the people of Corsica, the civilians, how did they receive the FLNC? Were they liked? What, what was the deal? Uh, well, back in the 70s, it was, it was a very, uh, it was not many people. I mean, even though it, you, you said it was big, uh, it was a big organization, uh, for a lot of people, they, a lot of Corsican people didn't understand the, where the problem was, you know. Uh, even now, if you think about it, uh, all the older people are like, okay, we are French. We don't see what the problem is. You know, mm -hmm. uh, it's like French. France bring us uh, jobs. France bring us uh, wealth, comfort. Um, it's it's changing now in, in the twenty twenties. Like if you, if you look at the last election, the, the nationalists uh, all together were seventy percent of the of the population. But back in the days, it was. It was still small, you know, and a lot of people uh, were looking at it like they didn't really understand, you know, or, or they, were, they weren't really supportive. But in the meantime, uh, now when they look at it, uh, when they look back at it, they're like, okay, maybe that was a good thing because that's how we didn't end it like uh, Ibiza. But yeah, back in the day, it wasn't that easy for, for the evidence here. Right, right. And it, it, things got quite heated, right? Because I think they assassinated um, like a French mayor of one of the islands, right? I was reading that that is when things kind of, you know, the French authorities started really, you know, taking attention of this group. So, well, yeah, basically, uh, just to, to make a quick story. So in the 70s, it was the Phoenix started. Uh, in the 80s, they were doing like, keep uh, the activity was, you know, keep bombings and those kind of things. Uh, but then at some point, uh, like many groups, you know, some of them were received in Paris to, to discuss things uh, with the authorities. Um, some people were against it. Uh, and like in many struggles, I think, the groups split at some point. Mm. Uh, and, they, and then came two parts of the evidence, uh, fighting each other for some people were saying, oh, this part. Uh, they are taking money from the state and they keep it keep it from for them. Uh, then some of us were like, "Oh, there was a 
how do you say a truth when you when you don't blow things a truce a truce uh, there's a truth and those those guys they don't uh, respect it so you know at some point uh until the 90s and uh, the 90s were really bad uh because in the end the, the people from the FLNC were shooting at each other uh and some people had some some one brother was in one side of a of brother was on the other side and some of them killed each other at some point it was really bad in the 90s mm-hmm. so in the 90s uh, the FLNC had a really really bad reputation and people were really uh angry about him uh, about it because in the meantime there was this some of those people took the money uh so you know it's it's at some and in the meantime uh, the mafia on the island was left alone by the authorities because they were focusing on the on the FNC and the separatists and not on the on the mafia so it was it was pretty bad in the 90s and there are those people who thought like okay we need to to do something to to put people back together so a couple couple of people decided to uh to shoot and to kill the the, the higher representative of the state on the island the prefect the prefect it's called like the governor or something like this uh and that happened in 98 uh and it was really really not appreciated by the world of the island uh there was a big um demonstration on the street people thought okay this is too much so the people basically ended up turning against the FLNC at this point. Yeah, at this point it was yeah, sort of the violence, you know, they were like, okay, stop this, this is too much. Um, so it didn't have the 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 effects expected, you know. Got you, got you. Um, at some point, the FLNC kind of, you know, stopped down their arms, put their put their weapons down for a bit. I know there was various different factions. I think like what is it, FLNC October twenty second, and then all these other factions. But generally, things went kind of quiet. Um, recently, in the last kind of two years, there's been videos. All oh, the FLNC is back. You know, we've been speaking, and you know, quite rightly, you've kind of said like often, you know, this isn't a big deal. This is just flexing. But now. There's this recent video, there's a lot of them, they're armed, they're saying, right, we're back, we might have to take up arms again. Um, and this is all due to the um, the recent elections in Corsica. So maybe you can just explain that. What has happened um, in Corsica that has made the kind of FLNC come back, if you like? So yeah, we need to look back a little bit uh, further. Um, the thing is, so in the, 20, in the, in the, the year 2000s, uh, so uh, people are looking really bad at the FNC and everything. But in the meantime, uh, the nationalism as a moderate nationalism, as a political um, expression, started to grow. Uh, and since the since 2010, I'd say, uh, the, the, the moderate nationalists started to to win some election, not to, not to win, but to, to get bigger at the elections, you know. Um, and that's mainly because of uh, one guy, we, we, which is uh, Gilles Simeone, is the son of, the, of Edmond Simeone, one of the, the, the father of the modern nationalism. is um, really moderated, is uh, a really charismatic figure. Um, and, uh, I mean, he's a peaceful guy, you know, and... Uh, I think this guy um, kind of uh, it gave a, a nice face to to modern and Corsican nationalism. You know? So it grows in the, in the in the election, I think. And 
people started to younger people started to think, okay, uh, our parents they did they didn't want nationalism at all. And we start to think, my generation, like, oh, uh, everything was not right under the French uh, rules, you know. Um, so nationalism is getting bigger. Uh, that takes us to the, there was uh, the, the territorial election, which are our most important election, because that's where we, we, we have our little government of Corsica. Uh, in 2015, there was this big election where the nationalists, uh, the moderated plus the uh, independentist one, came together and they won the, the election for the first time. Uh, and they won ever since, like in 2017 and, uh, and lately. Um, well, and this year there was the, the elections again, and it's the moderated nationalists that won the thing. Just before that, in 2014, the, the FNC say, okay, we, we dropped the weapon because it was a big deal in, on the island. People were a bit scared of voting for the nationalists because the FNC was around. They're worried about the links to them. Yes. Right. Uh, because the independentist party was clearly linked with them. Mm -hmm. That's, that was very clear. I mean, it, it's not something hidden or something uh, so when in 2014 they say, okay, we dropped the weapon, for now we dropped the weapon, people were more like, okay, well, then I can vote nationalist. And that's what happened. You know, that's why they, <coughs> one of the biggest reasons why the people started to vote for nationalists again. Uh, the thing is, uh, yeah, like you said, there was, in the meantime, there were some groups that happened in the, in the news, but like four or five people coming out of nowhere, uh, just signing FNC, the, 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 the letters. Of, uh, that was no big deal. It was just people, you know, like you and me can say that, hey, I want to start a new FNC. So it yeah. wasn't serious. Uh, but the thing is, the independentist party, uh, with the last election that happened in, uh, in uh, 2021, this six months ago, not, not even six months ago, um, there were kind of left alone by the moder moderating nationalists. So I think that's why uh, there's this big thing coming back. Uh, because uh, with moder national, uh, moderating nationalism, we, of course, we can take the, the bet, uh, like, okay, we stop violence. Uh, now we can talk with the state. Uh, because the state used to say, ah, we don't talk with people who put bombs, you know, so go the democratic way and then we talk. That's what we did. We mm. got against. And, um, and it's been like since like six years now and nothing, nothing moved on. So people start to think like, okay, we had more things. We, we won more things where we, when, uh, while we were putting bombs than now with the democratic way. So why should we keep the democratic way? You know? so, so in what way has France not honoured these, uh, these local Corsican elections where the nationalists have won? Well, it's like uh, they just don't care about the, 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 the demands, you know? The demands are like, uh, uh, we want more um, autonomy for the island. It's mm. not about even independence, of course. It's just we want more autonomy. We want to deal the things on the island, on the island. Uh, so they want some special treatment to say like, okay, we can, autonomy treatment. 
uh, there was, there's the big revendication about the Corsican language that we can uh, make it uh, co-official uh, as well in Corsica. So, so sorry, I didn't know that. So, course, it's course, right? The the language. Yeah, course. So, so that's not even an official language on Corsica. No, it's not official. You can you can have it. You can learn it at school. You can speak it at school. But it's, uh, you know, uh, one of the big. Uh, in my opinion, but that's very personal. I'm not sure that having it official is a is a is a is a is a perfect thing because, like you see, when you see in Ireland, uh, the Irish language is official, but didn't save it anyway yeah yeah but but i think even having the choice in your own land you know like i think it's important yeah but i think it's something more but that's that's very personal it's just I think symbolic i guess representation. but that's one of the demands um there's also like for, for example that's something more political that they want uh to free the the, the people that are in jail for for corsican affairs mm-hmm. uh Political prisoners, you know, uh, we are just like, like asking, like, can you just? Uh, it's, it's not even about releasing them. It's about like, can they be incarcerated on the island and not on the mainland, far away from the family? So that's that's some of the things asked. And uh, yeah, the state is like, yeah, well, we don't care. You know, that's not you're you're just local. Uh, it was just local election. People didn't vote for that, but that's exactly what they did. You know. Yeah, no. So, so, so basically, France is kind of ignoring um, a democratic decision by you know the majority of the locals in Corsica. Now we've seen this video where there's I don't know thirty, forty, maybe more um, members of FLNC. They're all armed. They're all in masks. There's a you know a table FLNC, and they're reading out these demands. What what were they saying exactly in that video? Uh, so that's the thing. They. I think, it, in my opinion, it's a way to say, like, okay, look, we are still here, and um, to, if, if I mean, we are still here, you know, we a warning. Uh, there, are, yeah, a warning, but it's also a warning to the to the local authorities of Corsica, the, the moder- nationalists, moderate nationalists, where they say, uh, look, uh, maybe democratic way is not the the only way, and I think, in my this is again my personal opinion, but I think that just uh because they were a little bit um it's more like because they weren't part of the of the, the coalition that won the elections i think some people were like hey uh, you need to to rely on us as well we are still here so it's 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 a it's a double message i say to the state to the french state mm. and also to the, the corsican president of the region Gilles Simeone. uh so i think it's a way to yeah to put some pressure on both on both sides you know? and you, you think this one's more serious right like from when we spoke before um i agree like you were saying it's like it wasn't really much but this one seems like it's actually serious now right like the flnc yeah. are genuinely back yeah well it's the real guys and they don't say we are back they're like okay we are still here somewhere mm. we didn't disappear that's that's what they say and uh, it's a way to put some pressure on, on like but it's, oh. it's a real guy thing. it's not it's not some group from from no how, how can you tell? Like, how do you know? Like, these are the real deal. Uh well, I don't know. You know, it's uh, you know from yeah, it, just from the media and from the you know word of mouth. Uh, right, people just know like they're the guys. Yeah, yeah. And you know how how old are these guys? Like, because obviously the FLNC started in the seventies. 
now it's 2021. Are these like new recruits, younger men, or are these like old guys like dressing up and, you know, pulling their rifles out? Well, some of them are definitely old guys. Yeah. Uh, but still, I think they have no, no, it's not difficult to, to have people uh, to join, especially for the pictures you want, you know, like, um, I wouldn't say like those are so many, uh, all those many people, uh, not all of them are maybe uh, active member of the of the FNC. You know, as it's 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 sleepy, it's, it's sleeping now, so it's not active members. But then you can have a lot of people for to say like, look, uh, we can have those people if needed. You know, it's a way demonstrating force. Yeah, yeah, you got the reserves. Uh, I, I guess what I'm asking is like, if if say I don't know the FLNC did start bombing again, and there was some kind of, you know, urban war again between France and, and the FLNC, do you think there would be plenty of youth, you know, young men on the island that would say, yeah, okay, we're going to join? Like, is there a thirst for it, would you say? That's the thing. Uh, that's the big thing. Uh, moderated nationalists try to, to keep uh, the young people from, like, away from this, like... Uh, away from violence. Look, uh, this is not the way. This is not the way. But in the meantime, the young people they start to understand that you reach more things with bombs than you did with democratic way. Uh, so that's that's the, the the main issue. That's that's what everybody is afraid. Nobody wants to to. I mean, even the people who put bombs, nobody wants to put bombs any, anymore. You know? Nobody wants to go to jail again. Nobody wants to. I mean. Yeah, it destroyed families, you know, in the end, because people are incarcerated for 10 years or something. Uh, so nobody wants that. But if the state refused to to discuss, maybe that's why it might... I mean, if you, if you, if you tell someone, don't do this, because uh, if you use this way, I won't talk with you. And once you, once you don't use this thing again, you don't talk anyway. You don't keep your promises. And no, that's... yeah, right. There, there's a famous saying I always think of in times like this where, where it's like, you know, if you don't hear, you'll feel. You know what I mean? And it's like they've, they've gone the democratic route. They've tried, you know, they've, they've stopped the bombings, they've put the guns away, and now France is still like, yeah, we don't care. I'm not saying, oh, yeah, you need violence, but it's like it's understandable why people would go, hang on, you know, they're not listening. <laughs> like, we'll make them listen. You know what I mean? I can just see it unraveling. Exactly. So... Well, like I said, nobody wants to see the, the violence uh, again. And just just listen to us. You know, we we, we put a, the vote in the ballot box. So you know, just listen. Yeah. Um, when this video came out with this, you know, the real guys, the FLNC, they're saying like we're still here. What was the kind of you know the talk on the island? What were people were people talking about it? Were they, were they like, whoa, shit? Or I don't know. Was it just kind of more of the same? Uh, no, I think people saw it coming because, um, like I say, if you if you, if you analyze the, the last election, uh, you can understand that some people were disappointed, you know, uh, of not being part of it. So that it makes sense. Um, yeah, it makes sense. And in the meantime, it just I think it's just sending a message. You know, it's not uh, it's not a threat. It's not. Yeah, like you say, maybe just a warning and just like, okay, we're here again. You need to, 
you need to think to 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 know that we are still here. Yeah, I imagine. I, I think the French state probably received it in a different way, though. You know, like you got all these guys in balaclavas with rifles, and they're like, "Yeah, like you know, we're still here." I bet. I, I don't think the French state were like, "Oh, it's just a threat." You know, um, did did like Macron did did the government like comment on it at all? Did they have any response? I don't think I saw anything like that. I don't. I don't think so. That's interesting. Um, a few years ago, um, I used to talk to, there was like a young kind of, you know, it was kind of like a leftist Corsican separatist group, uh, called GI. Um, you remember them guys? Like what, what happened to them? Oh, the GI, the Duen to Independentista is the, uh, the, it's a, it's a, um, how do you call it? It's a, it means, uh, independentist youth in Corsica. Um, it's a group that, uh, that were, uh, it's a, a student union, you know, at, at the University of Corsica, there are two or three groups of student unions. Um, so it's, it's student, basically. Uh, they were very active at the university and doing organizing events and uh, involved in politics. Uh, some of them become, actually became elected at elections. Uh, not the last one, but the one before that. Um, I I haven't heard about them this year. I don't know with the you know with the university being closed with the, with the pandemics and stuff. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, actually the, the GI. It's funny because um, for the last thirty years or twenty years at least, people that went in the the GI group uh, ended up yeah politicians. You know. Yeah, I, I know a few that went to jail as well. There was like some kind of protests and they ended up in jail in France. You know what I mean? I know even some of them, yeah. they were like, we can't even get our guys back on our island, you know. There's, there's actually one of them. Uh, he, he was, he spent, uh, I think he went to jail from like uh, 18 to uh, to 24. He spent his 20th in, in jail. You know, he's, he's, he's out now and he's having a, he's involved in politics Um yeah, like I think after after him, people didn't want to see oh you're off in, in prison again, you know. Well, why was he jailed? After some well, he was jailed for some uh how do you say when you run a car in in a in a portal at the at the, the of the at the building of the state authority in Corte. So it was if you think about it, it just spent six or eight, eight years, I think it was, in prison for destroying a, a portal. You know? Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of years, you know. Like, some people don't even do that for murder. Yeah. All right, so they're still active. All right, mate, um, thank you very much. That's really interesting. Is there anything else you want people to know about the situation in Corsica before we go? The, the, the election has been important because uh, for the first time, uh, there were 40 people, 40% 40 of the people who voted for the moderated nationalists, uh, plus 30 other people who voted for nationalist lists. So in the end, it was seven, almost almost seventy percent of people who voted for nationalist list, um, and that's important. That's something that means that the Corsican population wants uh, more uh, to, to to take care of, of of. We want to take care of ourselves. You know, uh, that's something. Uh, then we need to see where it goes. Um, and yeah, just yeah, just to say. My, my my analysis and all that is just you know from I'm, I'm a local guy from here from Corsica. I'm not uh, I haven't been part of of this, but I just following the the, 
the situation from from the inside you know yeah man definitely you've always been very helpful um to me when i'm trying to learn about this this thing um uh, i find it really really interesting um good luck out there man and uh you know i hope things continue democratically yeah everybody does yeah man right thanks very much lionel bye. cheers bro bye-bye That was documentary filmmaker Lionel Dumas speaking about the re-emergence of the separatist Corsican militant group, the FLNC, the National Liberation Front of Corsica. A very, very interesting group, one that I have been, for some reason, obsessed with for about six or seven years now. It's a bit of a mission of mine to one day make a proper documentary um, about the FLNC. So, you know, if anyone's out there, give me a shout, Hanrahan at ProtonMail.com. H-A-N-R-A-H-A-N at Proton, P-R-O-T-O-N, Mail, M-A-I-L.com. Give me a shout. If you like what we're doing here at Popular Front, please do consider supporting us at patreon.com slash popular front. You get loads of extras, bonus episodes, uh, access to the community discord. There is a whole series there basically instructing people on how to be a report without having to go to J school. Um, all sorts of stuff there for you. Uh, narrated articles, discounts on merchandise. Check it out. Patreon.com slash popular front. If you want our merch, uh, go to to popularfront.shop that's the url www.popularfront.shop um, you can get all sorts of t-shirts jumpers there's a coat there all sorts there popular front um, merchandise clothing and also the next uh, issue of the popular front magazine is ready now for pre-order you've got about a week left to pre-order it by the time you hear this so yeah go and get that if you want it popularfront.shop this episode was sponsored by Oracle Coffee Shop in Portland, Oregon, USA. They're an independent coffee shop uh, business selling only fair trade products. See them at 3875 South West Bond Avenue, 97239. The episode was also sponsored by Propagandopolis, an outlet selling and writing about historical conflict propaganda from around the world. Buy prints at propagandopolis.com. Use a promo code POPULARFRONT10 for 10% off when ordering it. Also, check out the um, range of Popular Front uh, posters we got up there, prints, whatever you want to call them, Propagandopolis propagandopolis.com check them out social media uh, check us out uh, instagram at popular.front the twitter now is new it was at popularfrontco but all you find there is a redirect to our new twitter which is at popularfront underscore I just changed the handle because popularfrontco it, it just looked messy um, I wanted to get at popularfront it was an account on twitter someone used it they got banned it's been banned for years I asked someone at Twitter to release it for us so we could use it because that is something they can do. I know people they've done it for, but they, they, you know, they didn't get back to me. <laughs> so whatever. So it's at popularfront underscore. That is the new Twitter. Twitter.com slash popularfront underscore. If you want to follow me, it's at Jake underscore Hanrahan. H-A-N-R-A-H-A-N. Um, my website jakehanrahan.com you can go and look at my portfolio all my past work I've done solid five or six years um, reporting for various different companies in the field all around the world um, before we started Popular From so yeah check that out 
Check out the website, popularfront.co. You'll find everything there. And again, if you want to support us, please go to patreon.com slash popularfront. You'll see loads of extras there. As I mentioned, at least uh, two bonus episodes a month. I think we've done that every single month this year. There's a big backlog uh, backlog of um, bonus content, bonus episodes for everyone. I think there's like nearly 100 uh, bonus episodes now. Anyway, thank you very much to the high tier Patreons. They are Elise Middlefart, Jess Lois, Lewis, David McManus, Joachim Williamson Holt, uh, Yidoye Travis, Tom Petrie, James Lyons, Leons, Kate, Lisa Milgram, Bradley Davies, Brendan Crave, Pete Hesher, RX, A. Nicole, Travis Lieberman, Lieberman, Cherry, Ben Marshall, Dallas Dunn, LD50, Seattle, MJ, K Glitter Vulcan, Meredith Waters, Bethany Swoveland, Adam H, Larson8669, Carante, Bjorn Kirsten, Diamondstein, Michael O'Connor, Zach Picard, Todd Cravens, Nicholas Butter, Ron Swanson. Shout out to Ron Swanson, man. He's a very fucking good guy. Very helpful guy. Ron Swanson, uh, JD, Jav, Ian Frawis, James Colley, Tynan Daly, Ethan, Fitzmadrid, Ed Coulthard, Mike Barone, Ben, Liam Williams, Chris Cusimano, Degenerate Zero Alpha, Giorgio Arani, DR, Trey Nance, Amy R, Rubicon, Frank Austin, Amelia Me, Nawaiz, Nate Van Dor, Christina Rivetti, Freya Northman, Ali Hunter, Moody Al Rashid, Bill Wilson, Andrew Hurley, Vida Provost, Andrew McLaughlin, Tom Lochrin, Young Wasabi, Tony Bin, Adam Bergsnyder, JL, Stephen Davila, Anthony Kabarak, Dan Donham, Fletcher, Chad Walker, Diana Gorvenek, Lawrence Abrahams, Peter McCormick from What Bitcoin Did, Axel Iverson, Christopher Martin, Ryan Sandercock, and Moritz Zumbul. Man, I remember when there was like four or five people to read out at the end, man. There's so many now. Thank you all so much. Really appreciate it. Um, this thing would fall in its ass without you lot so definitely appreciate that thank you very much um, patreon.com slash popular front check us out music in this episode the intro was by home and the outro as always was by Sam Black check his music out at samblackpf.com Thank you.